Welcome to No Judgments Here, your weekly dose of music news, reviews, and all that other good stuff. I'm your host, Mike, and with me as always is the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, Mr. Will. How you doing tonight, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. It's NFL schedule release day, man. It's a, it's a good day. I, I always enjoy looking at the NFL schedules when they first come out and then getting all the fantasy analysts uh, giving us their instant feedback and analysis. So, good day. It's a good day. It's a good day to be a good day, as Douglas Murray would say. Right. I didn't even know that it was being released today. Yeah. It is out and about. I said Douglas's <laughs> last name. I, I'm trying to not say people's last names, but I, I can't stop it. I don't know what to do. Well, it's kind of hard to do because, you know, I mean, when I get called more often than not by my last name. Yeah. I'm a full name person for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I, do I, I usually like, am too. I like to go with the full name. Right. Uh, what else is new? Anything? No. Uh, it's been 90 plus degrees all week. Uh, yeah. So we went from like what felt like kind of like this crappy spring where it was like overcast and rainy um, and sometimes a little cool, chilly. Like we didn't. We didn't really have a nice spring. Mm-hmm. And then, so like last week we had like 10 plus inches of rain. And then this week it's been 90 plus degrees every day. So uh, just, you know, the weather is the weather. Always enjoy talking about it. What's, what's new with you? Um, Really nothing at all. I mean, uh, you know, wrapping up the school year, uh, daughter's home from college um graduation for my niece this weekend um uh-huh. yeah it's really about it slinging those pizzas doing that thing slinging them pizzas uh happy belated mother's day to all the mothers out there right mother tell your children, tell your children not, to not to walk my way yeah exactly. tell your children not to hear my words what they mean what they, mean, what they, what they say. say mother mother uh, there's one there's of one of my buddies, uh, James, I'm not going to use his last name, went and saw yeah. Danzig last night in Kansas City. How, did he Did he give you a review? He did. A short review. Not really for the pod, but uh, Trey was nice enough to ask, how was the Danzig concert? Let me get to what his response was. He said, please hold. I'm going to uh-huh. get there in just a second. Uh, ooh, ooh, hold on. I passed it. Uh-huh. Passed it. Well, I passed it again. Show was awesome. Really good set. Drive home after, however, it was pretty grueling. Uh, I was in Kansas City, so they had like a three and a half hour drive to Fayetteville. Show was wow. awesome. Really good set by Danzig. This is uh, Danzig's been threatening that uh, Danzig and the Misfits will no longer be touring. They're going to start doing one-off shows. Uh, so this uh, this is potentially Danzig's last ever tour. Now, would this be just Danzig's solo projects last tour or Danzig and Misfits? So Misfits are already doing the one-off shows. Right. So they only do like five or six shows a year. So Danzig generally does a pretty big tour. I think they're playing uh, Danzig 2 in its entirety on this particular tour. So after this tour, according to Glenn, they're no longer going to do tours. They're just going to do sporadic shows and festivals. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, they are up there in age, so I mean, yeah, he's sense. he's an he's an old man. Have you seen yeah. Danzig in concert? No, I never have. Oh, bummer. 
Have you? Yeah, several times. Uh, first time was back way back, way back machine in 1996 uh, with Ozzy Osbourne. The oh, very God. first, the very first Ozfest, Ozfest '96. Ozzy, Danzig, Sepultura, and Biohazard. Nice. And then I think I've often brought this up, but I had a chance to see Danzig in Omaha when I moved to McCook for a semester in ninth grade, which I think was 95. And their, his the, his opening acts, I think they played Sokol um, or maybe like the Omaha Music Hall, whatever it was back then. Their, his opening acts at that time were Corn and Marilyn Manson. That would have been oh, wow. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, to see those bands in their infancy. Yeah. You know. Very would have been would have been pretty cool. Right on. Well, I mean, we've already kind of got started. What's up in the news? Oh, what is up in the news? Boy, uh, a lot of festivals have been announced. Uh, we're right. pretty much at the end of festival lineup announcement season. Uh, there's only one festival uh, who has not really dropped their lineup um, I, that I can I, think can of. Go ahead, take a guess. Um, Rocklahoma. Yeah, Rocklahoma. Dragging the damn feet again. They, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. They're, I don't know what you call their country fest. Is it their sister festival? Their brother festival? Uncle, cousin festival? Whatever you want to call it. The country festival that happens the week after Rocklahoma dropped their lineup last week. Some people yep. are up in arms about this. I get it. It makes sense to me. Uh, some people are defending it, saying, hey, uh, born and raised is only two days. Rocklahoma's three days. I, I think that's a bunch of hogwash. Uh, in, yeah, uh, Rocklahoma. This is year fifteen of Rocklahoma. In no way should the country fest lineup come out before the Rocklahoma lineup. I think that's bullshit. Uh, it's being headlined this year by Leonard Skinner, so Rocklahomans could be safe knowing that Leonard Skinner will not be on the bill. Man, no Leonard Skinner. That means I'm not going to Rocklahoma. Exactly. Um, the the two big festivals this week were the Austin City Limits Festival. Uh, a festival near and dear to my heart. Me and Douglas went in, back in 2004, 2005. I had a ticket in 2006, but ended up not going. And then Adam and I uh, went in, I want to say, 2012 or 13-ish, somewhere around there. Uh, an absolutely fabulous festival held by about, what, 90,000 people per day in Zilker Park in Austin. Austin is just a kick-ass city by itself. Uh, there had This uh, particular Austin City Limits is headlined by the Red Hot Ch- Chili Peppers. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm trying to figure out who else. The, I think the Chicks were on there. Yeah. Excuse me. Formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Uh, Pink is on there. SZA, who uh, Douglas didn't like it when I <laughs> when we talked about the fact that we had no idea who SZA is, but she's headlining right. yet a, another major festival. So yes, she is large and in charge. She's she's doing her thing. Uh, Casey Musgraves, Flume, Paramore is on the bill. Pretty good get right. for for them. Uh, this is only their second show that I'm aware of uh, since they kind of announced their uh, return. Little Nas X, plus you got Phoenix and Diplo, Little Dirk. Nathaniel Ratliff, some Billy Strings, some James Blake, Spoon, uh, I like, some War on Drugs, Goose, uh, and then about 100 bands uh, that I'm not aware of. Manchester Orchestra. Well, you got the, Very good. You got the, future, on there. the Future of Rock, Youngblood. Yep, Youngblood. Yep, 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 yep. He's playing Weekend 2. He's one of the Futures of Rock with Machine right. Gun Kelly. That's correct. Cop Gun Karen. Yeah, damn. I'm so sad I missed that line last week when you said it. <laughs> I need to go back to that episode and see exactly when it was brought up in conversation and how I reacted 
because when Doug told me that you called him Cap Gun Karen, man, I just lost it. I thought it was like the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I still think it's fucking really clever, and I'm really sorry that it went over my head. I wish that I could say that I could take credit for that. I did read that in an article. Oh, okay. Well, that's just somebody, somebody, somebody called him Cap Gun Karen. I don't know if it was, maybe, maybe it wasn't an article. Maybe it was on social media, hmm. but, and then, you know, I, I, I listening to uh, off the rails with uh, Will and Doug, you know, a podcast um, with two uninformed dudes about whatever. Um, a lot of talk about no judgments here in these episodes. It's like the no judgments here after show. Hey, I like um, that. And sometimes uh, this is the off the rails after show. That, that is true. That is true. Um, so, you know, it, it's nice to get that, that, that instant feedback from uh, arguably our number one fan. Yeah, um, for sure. Mr. Doug. Um, but where was I going with that? I don't know. Oh, you guys were talking, you guys were talking about the vampires. Um, yeah, and, and, and he was inaccurate. That wasn't an article that the Vampire Association does mm-hmm. not recommend drinking the blood of others without uh, doing your research first. He was accurate. That was true. Yes. Okay. Well, good. You know, I actually came into this episode not having any Machine Gun Kelly news. I don't know what he did this past week. I don't which, have it either. Besides, yeah, you which, know. pretty disappointed. I guess he didn't yeah. do anything. He just, he but laid we, low we this past some, week. Yeah, we do have some Jarris Johnson news. He did drop a new single on Friday um, called uh, Raining Blood. Um, oh, as, yeah. you, as you can imagine, it is, you know, a blatant ripoff of Slayer, Raining Blood. But would you, would you um, not just call it a cover song? I mean, it's a cover. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Okay. <laughs> I did. I tried. I tried to listen to it. Uh, I can't remember who else is on the track. I didn't like it. I didn't make it all the way through. Yeah. I, gave up on, I gave up on it about a minute and a half into it. Is it so a cover or did he change the lyrics? Oh, he definitely changed the lyrics. Is it? It's cover. it's still a cover though, right? Is it uh, reimagined? No. What it? What's it called? I would call it a reimagining. Okay. I wouldn't call it a cover. A cover, you know, is true. We've talked about this. <laughs> is you know true to the song. So we're By gonna call another, we'll call this a reimagining. A reimagining. You want to hear a part of it? Let's hear a part of it since we're talking about it. Shoot. Shoot. Hold on. Shoot. I should just have this queued up, and I apologize. I well, that's all right. I mean, we don't, we don't really no, know, no. We don't map out what we're yeah. going to talk about. So it's one of those things that just kind of came up. And We you know, are not scripted. That is correct. No, we're not scripted. Featuring uh, Zilla Cami. Who? I don't, I don't know who that is. Zilla Cami. I don't know. It could be a girl. I don't know if you can hear this. We're at the beginning, so it's kind of quiet right now. It's three minutes long. Can't really hear it. Oh. Oh, my. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> enough of that. I think I gotta hear what those for. I'm pretty sure he said "bust a nut" in there, which is not in Slayer's version. Uh, no. Hold on. Let's let's see here what he did just say. <laughs> I 
Ah. Please make it stop. Mm, I can't stop it now. <laughs> anyway, All right. Smoke, I mean... smoke a blunt, take a punch, bust a nut. Fool me once, burn it down. Fuck it up. Sex and drugs, baby. Here come the flood. God will cry until the sky is raining blood. Make it rain blood. I could fill a cup. Make it rain blood. Bottoms up. I'm a slayer. She's a model. Green light when I hit. All she wants is full throttle. Born a superstar. That's right. When the sun comes on, everybody like, that's tight. Put me on a meat hook because I'm batshit. I just want to get killed by a bad bitch. Give me time with a mouthful of acid. R.I.P. Jerris on my casket. There you go. Rockstar. Jerris. Wow. There you go. Ha. Huh. There you go. Bring Blood. You can find it on Spotify. Probably all your uh, streaming options. Go ahead and give that a listen. We'll move on in the news. Yeah, please do. Uh, uh, Riot Fest, which I think is a pretty unique, cool festival. It's held in Chicago. Uh, they are on fire every single day when it comes to their social media profile. Um, they're very funny. It's a great follow. If you don't even go to the festival, you don't need to. Just enjoy the Riot Fest Twitter feed. Um, they have a very unique trio of headliners. I think one of the coolest uh, trios I've seen on any lineup this, this year. They got to My Chemical Romance. Uh, the original Misfits performing Walk Among Us and Nine Inch Nails. Pretty awesome trio. The rest of the the lineup I was less impressed by. I thought I was really thinking it was going to be like kind of a knock it out of the park type of lineup, and it just wasn't really that for me. They do yeah. have a couple of reunions. Sunday Day Real Estate, which I'm pretty confident. May I should have googled this. For I'm pretty confident are the dudes from the Foo Fighters. Uh, sure. the one guy, uh, the bass player. Okay. Um, no word if real estate. Okay, no word if he's going to be part of this. I would imagine he is, but they're playing the show. They also got announced as the headliner for Furnace Fest. Um, But other bands on the bill: Alkaline Trio, Portugal Demand, Bleachers, Placebo, The Descendants, um, Amber Lynn. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find some bands that we know. There's no Uh, Bad Religion, Bad Religion. Ice Cube, yep. Jimmy Yellow Card World. is playing their first show in five years. The Bajas are on there. Uh, your boy Youngblood uh, is out and about doing the, yeah. his work. Alex is on fire. Gore, who's always on the festival bill. I'm pretty sure, even though I haven't seen them yet, I'm pretty confident that uh, Taking Back Sunday is somewhere on here. But I haven't found them yet. I don't see their name. I don't think they're on there. Oh, that's weird. Uh, Ice Cube is a good get. Uh, same night as Nine Inch Nails. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making a comeback this year. Uh, Jimmy World, obviously, yeah, pretty good. So, I mean, it's a decent lineup, but it's not as great as what they've been bringing. Um, yeah, what they've done in the past. Years. Yeah. Yeah, not enough metal and hard rock that I listen to, which is usually what they do. This is kind of more outside of my realm of rock music. So, but I still pretty cool lineup i mean it'd be cool to see my chemical romance misfits and nine inch nails on back-to-back-to-back nights yeah i mean that's uh, yeah i mean besides those three i mean obviously i'd love to see ice cube i passed up my opportunity back in october but you know eh yeah eh, yeah not worth yeah. going to chicago for no uh you know obviously our festival louder than life is the week after that and yeah. it blows this festival out of the water for sure. 
Uh, one oh, festival definitely. we really haven't talked about much this year, uh, Mike, is the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Um, so I do want to give an update on this. They're actually up to like, I think they're up to like 160 of the acts. Uh, this week they announced Slipknot um, is going to be one of the headliners. There's somebody above Slipknot on the on their lineup. I don't know who would be above Slipknot on their lineup at this point. But, you know, Blue Ridge has put together to what I've considered a pretty impressive lineup so far. They're still doing that same thing they did last year where they announced like one band a day. It drives me nuts. But uh, Slipknot, Disturbed, uh, Three Doors Down, A Day to Remember, Lamb of God, Alice Cooper, Tenacious D, Falling in Reverse, I Prevail, Stone Temple Pilots, Seether, Gojira, uh, Skillet, Anthrax, Pierce the Bell, Kill Switch and Gage, Hollywood Undead, In This Moment, Motionless and White, Ice Nine Kills, Jelly Roll, Down, Nelly, Saliva with Josie Scott, uh, Nothing More, uh, Theory of a Dead Man, Seven Dust, Performing Animosity, Wage War, Pop Evil, Bad Flower, Knocked Loose, Candlebox, uh, interesting note on Candlebox is that Kevin Martin just announced that he's they are retiring after yep. next year's 30th anniversary of their debut album. Uh, Star Set, Black Veil Brides, Thrice, Sleeping with Sirens, In Flames, Ginger, God Forbid, Gore, Apocalyptica, Grandson, Spirit Box, Puddle of Mud, oh, Bad Wolves, Hatebreed, <laughs> Kitty, Queensryche, Shadows Fall, Story of the Year, All That Remains. Um, Buck Cherry, there you go. Hey, Hoobas, Hoobas, uh, on one line, they got Buck Cherry, Hoobas, Stink, and Hinder. How great is that? <laughs> that's Hinder. A, yeah, that's awesome. Hinder, uh, who is responsible for the worst song of all time. Yeah, the Seven Angel. That's a tough yep. one. Uh, wow. you keep going down the list. Suicide Silence, you got Fear Factory, you got Saving Abel. They're back with their original lead, lead singer, Jared Weeks. Uh, at uh, Anon Point is on the bill. Lacuna Coil, the Union Underground, a reunion show. Um, Red, you got Lacey Stern from Flyleaf. Too bad they didn't have a Flyleaf reunion happening. Right. Uh, Mushroom Head, only U.S. performance in 2022 outside of Ohio. It's a very specific detail there. Alien yeah, Ant Farm, uh, Texas in July, still going down the list. Uh, Cold is on the bill. The Acacia Strain. Bleeding through crazy town, butterfly coming, yeah. butterfly, butcher babies, uh, terror, fire from the gods, Nita Strauss, unearth, darkest hour, Norma Jean, smile, empty soul, uh, boy, crowbar, twisted, project 86. Oh my gosh, uh, there's a lot, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Head PE way down the list. Uh, I'll stop there. I mean, it's it's a crazy lineup. It's got a really a lot of good stuff from the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, right now, let's see out of their top nine bands, they still have four to be released. Um, so we'll see yeah. where those four are in the next couple of weeks. But they've, you know, despite all the bad coverage and press they got last year, bands are still signing up to be a part of this festival. So kudos to them. I don't know who's the promoter. Uh, the person from last year retired due to all the the onslaught of shit that they get, but they, they, they put together a pretty awesome lineup. Who do you think? What band in twenty twenty two should be at the top of a bill above Slipknot? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, it's the um, it's the week. I'm trying to think of when it is. It's the week before Louder Than Life, I think. Uh-huh. Um, 
I mean, obviously Metallica would be one of those bands, but I don't that, think Metallica that, I think is that would be, be the only band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers, maybe, and that's without looking at Red Hot Chili Peppers tour dates. But if, if you look at Louder Than Life, the following week, it could be Nine Inch Nails, I guess. Yeah. Um, it could be Red Hot Chili Peppers and Metallica. I mean, I just don't know who else would be higher on the bill than what Slipknot is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think they're getting Metallica. I just don't think that's realistic to think that Metallica is going to be playing this Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see how it happens. They, you know, what's weird is so they did this build up for the Slipknot announcement. They said this is the biggest band they've ever had on the lineup. And then when they put Slipknot on the on their lineup sheet, there's another band above them. So I found that yeah. confusing. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, that, yeah, that's, I, I can't, nothing is coming to mind who would, you know. Tool, who, who, I mean, who Tool be, would be above tool? Slipknot, right? Yeah. Romstein would be above Slipknot, I, no. I guess. Rob Science no. playing stadiums. They're a stadium touring band. You're bigger than Slipknot? Romstein is playing stadiums. Slipknot is not playing any stadiums. Is Rob is Romstein selling out stadiums? Selling out, probably not. Is it more designed for their stage show? Potentially. Yes. But even still, you're not gonna play a stadium if you don't think you can put thirty thousand seats, thirty thirty thousand fans in the seats, right? I mean there has to be something to it. I don't know who it could be. What about Guns N' Roses? It could be Guns N' Roses. Um, I do know. I actually did a uh, Rocklahoma thread t- this morning at work on my Twitter page trying to figure out uh-huh. who the uh, last headliner of Rocklahoma is going to be because we already know it's Shine Down's performing Friday. We know that Corn and Evanescence is performing on Saturdays. So there's this Sunday opening. And I just took, I was like, you know, it's year 15. They've been saying it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Guns N' Roses made the, the, uh, seemed like the more likely choice. And then I looked up the Guns N' Roses page and saw that they're actually in South America the first week of September. So it's not Guns N' Roses. So, but I think, and let me just double check here. I think they could certainly play. um, uh, What's the name of Blue Ridge Festival? Let me, let me look at their dates real quick. No, they're out as well. It, it will not be Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses is basically... Yeah, it looks like Guns N' Roses is in South America for the entire duration of September. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they are. That's confirmed. In fact, even through October. They're basically in South America from September 1st through October 11th. About Nine Inch Nails. Could be Nine Inch Nails. Could be Nine Inch Nails. Hmm. Again, I'm trying to. I, I can't recall. I don't see the date on here anywhere for Blue Ridge Rocks Festival. What is the date? The date is oh, September 8th through the 11th. Let's see real quick what Nine Inch Nails is doing September 8th through the 11th. I know they play Red Rocks the weekend before that. That's why I don't think they're going to be on Rocklahoma. They could potentially play on Sunday, but they're playing two shows at Red Rocks on Friday and Saturday. So let's see here. Nine Inch Nails tour September. Mm. Ah, it seems unlikely. 
They have a show in yeah. LA on, on the 11th. They have a show in Las Vegas on the 15th. It's possible they could fly back to the other coast. That seems unlikely. So yeah, there you go. Uh, other news out there: Scorpions and White Snake announced a tour. Um, I think it was two thousand three or four. Uh, Scorpions and White Snake went on a U.S. tour back then. I, it, the venues seem really big for this tour. They're playing the BOK Center in Tulsa. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're playing the American Airlines uh, Center in Dallas, on top of about fifteen other arenas. I just don't see this as an arena package tour. Um, yeah, I mean, they could they could still have half the house, I guess, at these shows. But I mean, there's no chance of them getting to me. There's no chance of them getting ten thousand plus people in Dallas or in Tulsa. I just I just don't see it. This is White Snake's farewell tour. Maybe that helps. Um, Scorpions has done about three different farewell tours. And I think they finally announced that they're no longer going to say they're going on a farewell tour. Uh, Scorpions have a new album out there. White Snake have a reimagining album out there um it's a cool it's a cool little tour uh it's happening the week of flatter than life so unfortunately i won't be able to attend or i'd I'd certainly be a part of that but um right you know cool little uh 80s throwback tour to to go out there with all the other 80s throwback tours that are happening out and about yeah i mean white snake would be cool i mean it's the last i think it's our last tour isn't it yeah, that's what I just said. They're farewell tour. That's it. They're farewell tour. Yeah. Cool. Um, out. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, not much else happening. Uh, I'm pretty confident Morgan Wallen's still in the top five uh, for album charts. Young Gunna and uh, boy, I don't remember my rappers. Um, Young Gunna and another rapper uh, got arrested for multiple felonies. They got some type of RICO charges, and I don't really know what RICO yeah. is, so I can't really... RICO it. is the racketeering uh, something criminal organization. <laughs> there you That's go. basically how they took down the mob in the 60s and 70s. Okay. Basically, basically what it is, is if you are connected to somebody that, can, that commits a crime, and you committed crimes, then the charges are like heavy. It's, it's pretty silly. Yeah. So these guys are probably gone forever. Uh, Gunna and Young Thug are their names. Uh, so they face Rico, Rico charges in a sweeping Georgia violation indictment for murder that happened like in 2013. hundred, Let's see. Monday's indictment names 26 other defendants outside of Young Thug and Gunna. Includes a wide-ranging list of 181 acts the prosecutors say were committed beginning in 2013. The racketeering conspiracy was used to further the gang's interest using lyrics and music music videos as evidence. That's crazy. So, Billboard Top 200. Uh, Number one is I Never Liked You by Future. Number two is Don FM by The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. Number three is Dangerous, the double album by Morgan it Wallen. Yep. It's actually down from number two last week. Yeah. Uh, Paolo Mino by Miranda Lambert. Interesting. Uh, number five is Sour, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. Number six is Little Dirk, 7220. Um, number seven is The Encanto soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Number eight is from No Cap, 
Mr. Crawford. Don't know who that is. Nope. Uh, number nine is Certified Lover Boy by Drake. And number 10 is Doja Cat, Planet Her. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know, we always talk about the Morgan Wallen continuing yeah. to be in the top 10. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo uh, album, That's I do well. not think, yeah, has not been outside the top 10. Uh, it's it's 50, from... 50 weeks on the chart. Yeah, it's amazing. And she did nothing. She has done nothing that would cause any type of storm uh, to her name. She was not a right, you know, eliminated from radio play or anything like that. So good, to, good for her sticking up there with Morgan Wallen. Yeah. That's all I have for the news today. Oh yeah, I mean, there's really not much out there. Um, any new concerts the, uh, happenings happen uh, for Nebraska? Any new concert announcements? None that I have seen, no. We did talk about Shinedown being incarnate, didn't we? Yes. Okay. Mm. Oh, there was one. I forgot. Uh, a Day to Remember announced a huge, a massive tour. Um, they, they got several different lineups going out with them. But uh, A Day to Remember... I want to say Beartooth, and I'm trying to think who's at the Council Bluff show with them. And I thought I could rely on 89.7 to have it on their front page, but they failed me. Um, but they announced a big uh, tour. It's hitting Omaha, our Council Bluffs. It's hitting Kansas City. It's hitting Wichita. Uh, it's hitting Oklahoma City. Uh, I really, really like the uh, Kansas City lineup for that particular show. Um, it's Beartooth, I think I Prevail, and A Day to Remember. So a pretty cool tour. That's out and about uh, for people to check out. That's happening this fall. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty good one. I'd like to see Beartooth. So, right on. No other news. Let's see. Uh, the lead singer. I'll say this: uh, lead singer of Black Dahlia Murder uh, just died the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't real familiar with their music, um, but it's been a big loss to the metal community. Uh, they've been around for 20 plus years at this point. I believe they've toured with Sutton on a couple of times. Uh, suicide, unfortunately. Uh, same thing with uh, Mrs. Judd. Yeah. Uh, 74 years old. She also committed suicide. So always sad to see that shit. Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. So uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I think it came out today. But My Chemical Romance actually released some new music. Ah, thank you for including that. Yes. Um, I haven't heard a song yet called The Foundations of Decay. I also have not listened to it yet. Uh, I saw it when Trey uh, messaged us. Um, I've seen some positive reviews on the song, but I have not yet formed my own opinion to listen to it. But I'm glad they got some new new tunes out there. Unfortunately, uh, so they were, uh, they were opening up their tour in Oklahoma City, and Turnstile was part of the the bill, but Turnstile, for some reason, dropped off the bill, and they were replaced by Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, yeah, not great. I saw them open for uh, Slipknot. That's a, that's an interesting combo right there. It was Trivium, Coheed and Cambria, and Slipknot. Mm. And Council Bluffs. Oh, another big tour out there: Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction, two '90s rock giants. Uh, also, much like Scorpions and White Snake. I feel like they're going on a tour with uh, dates that are a little bit too big for their britches in 2022. Also, arena dates. I think they're skipping over the Midwest for the most part. 
I believe the closest they were playing to Arkansas or U was probably Denver, Dallas, and Nashville. But, you know, a cool combo. Uh, they're both partial headliners of Welcome to Rockville, which is next weekend. Um, and then the last thing I'd say is that uh, Hulu announced that Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, and Austin City Limits will all be streaming live on Hulu really? this year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, I mean, that's if some of these rock heavier rock festivals would would do some streaming. Yeah, I would love for. I feel like DWP at some point is going to get on that. Maybe, maybe it's this year. I mean, there's still hopes. Welcome to Rockville's a week out. I haven't heard any streaming. Obviously, we talked the last time about how they have their own um, XM uh, station right now, leading up to the festival. But I haven't heard of any streaming options. I would, I would love. I, I would have a good time watching a DWP festival at home with all those bands. Well, right. Yeah, definitely. That would be, that'd be great. There you go. Maybe you should write a letter um, to DWP. And well, I, I can't get the ball imagine on that. I can't imagine that they're not in serious discussions with that, that they're at the front of a lot of things. And I, I, would, I would just think, I feel like there's an opportunity. Maybe we're going to find out in the next week or two. It's probably going to be on Twitch. They're very heavy on Twitch. So maybe, and I, I don't really follow all their Twitch stuff. Maybe they've already announced that they're going to be streaming from Twitch. Hmm. Something to look into. I'll have to check that out. Twitch. I've watched a few things on Twitch, I think, at some point. Yeah, I don't think I have any time recently. I thought Twitch was done for. All right. all right, that's all I have. What's next? Uh, we got uh, some reviews. Yeah, pretty uh, decent combo uh, review. Yeah. First up, we got the uh, the queen of rock right now, Miss Hailstorm. Yeah, some Hailstorm, some Lizzie Hale. Yeah, the Here's album uh, is Bat is a Back from the Dead. Back from the Dead. Yes. Um, don't know what number studio album this is for them, but they uh, got to be up there like at six or seven at this point. Not counting those ZP covers. Yeah. They uh, started writing this album about three minutes, three months before COVID. Um, they didn't really in COVID. She said. Um, she actually came out and said that it was a pretty dark time for her and something of an identity crisis. Um, just kind of the album is a story of her getting out of this abyss of mental health issues. 11 songs, less than 40 minutes long, which seems to be the norm for albums these days. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the album? Yeah, I think it's a, a typical Hillstorm album. Uh, yeah, they have yeah. A, they have a formula. At this point, yeah. they don't stray too far from it. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing because I'm a big fan of Hillstorm. I think she right. kicks she kicks ass the entire album. I definitely notice R.J. Hills, the drummers. I, I notice his skin beating back there on a lot of the songs. Uh, yeah. The topics, you know, like she states mental health, but also she likes to talk about how she's a freak. And a weirdo. Um, she likes to talk about her fans. The The steeple is a, basically a homage to her fan base. It kind of felt like this concert experience. 
on top of the very last song, also raise your horns, both seemed very similar uh, in vocal uh, lyrics. Um, uh-huh. Had one ballad, I think one ballad. There may have been one and a half ballads. I think if the other one was terrible things. I think that was a ballad. Yeah, I like her voice on ballads. I, I don't think they're. She's not really. They're not really that great of a ballad band, but no, uh, it does kind of showcase her vocals a little bit more. But it, you know, it's a it's a hard rocking album. They're very good at it, and I have no doubt that the songs live are going to kick ass. And um, I feel like when we saw them at Rocklahoma, that they did they did Back from the Dead, and I think they did Steeple. <laughs> well. I wonder if we can look that up on setlist. I I feel like the uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Rockalhomies putting up a set list uh, from the festival. They're not very dependable. Um, I, I feel like sex was not a major topic in this particular album, which usually she likes to touch on um, quite a bit. And I didn't really notice a lot of that unless it was in the song. Oh, no, it's not. It's, they did. They didn't do steeple. I was thinking of Amen. Okay. There's that a song about. Like... There's a song about woman power. I come first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid album. Yeah, come with spelled C U M. It's not. So... It's not. It's not spelled that way. Unless it is on. Oh. Apple. I think it was. Now I well, have to look on Spotify. It's the it's that would be funny. I don't recall anything in that song talking about actual sex. Making sure I got first. That's very funny. I don't think I I don't think I thought about that at all. Of course, if you listen to the song, you hear the lyrics. I don't think it would cross your your mind, but your mind's in the gutter. So as usual, it happened. As usual. Um, it's taking me a minute to pull this up. There we go. Back from the Back from the Dead, Wicked Wave, Strange Girl, Bright Side, The Steeple, Terrible Things. I come first. All right, it wasn't spelled that way. <laughs> I, I I made it up. Okay. Uh, so they began their tour this past week, uh, which is stopping in Council Bluffs next next week with Mammoth. Um, and it looks like they're definitely hitting Back from the Dead in, in the set list. So Back from the Dead is on there. Strange Girl had its live premiere. Uh, My Redemption had its live premiere. The Steeple is on there. Wicked Ways had its live premiere. So they played six songs from Back from the Dead in their, their tour opener. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty heavy for a new album. That's real heavy for an album that's less than a week old. Right. You better get to you better get to know the album quickly. Yeah, definitely. If I was going to it, yeah. What were your thoughts? I liked it. Um, you know, I mean, like you said, I mean, it is a typical hailstorm album. Um, she is a hell of a vocalist. Um, the guitars are nice. You know, it, it's. I don't spend a lot of time listening to Hailstorm. They don't have. They don't come up in my playlist a lot. Um, but all in all, I mean, it was it was a good album. I mean, that's something that if it came on the radio, if I listened to the radio, I wouldn't turn it. Mm. But it didn't blow me away. Yeah. I did, I did like Steeple. Um, I, I do like that Back from the Dead song. 
Those are really the only ones. Those are the only ones that really Psycho Crazy. I like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that. I mean, it's just again, it's just it's hailstorm. It's it's a formula. It works. You know what you're gonna get. Yeah, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I I saw. Uh, I don't remember how long ago it was. It was like it, in the last decade. I saw comments on Hellstorm somewhere online that said they are the female Nickelback, and I think there's probably some truth there. Yeah, because it's pretty formula generic rock that is for the masses, um, and obviously they're never going to be as big as what Nickelback was, but they are certainly, you know, with. And again, sex isn't really prevalent on this particular album, but sex has always been kind of prevalent in previous Hellstorm albums. Yep. Same thing with with Nickelback um, and just other stupid topics. Um, so that's always kind of hit me. But I I I like Hellstorm a lot more than I like Nickelback. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. And uh, this is our rock, this is our Louder Than Life band as well. They're performing Thursday night at Louder Than Life. Very excited to see Evanescence and Hellstorm on the same night, along with our boy Youngblood and Highly Suspect and yeah. Tenacious D and Ministry and Spirit Box and Dorothy. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be... That's, with, yeah, that's mean, without me it, even talking about Nine Inch Nails and Bring Me the Horizon. Right. I mean, it's... Every day. That's every day, day one. That's day one. Every day. Every day is good. Every day is great. Can't wait. Ridiculous. All right. So, Will says yes to the hailstorm. I say, okay. Yeah, I dig I it. Yes. It's all right. You say yes. I'm like, eh, all right. I mean, take it or leave it. It's it's hailstorm. Uh, Three Days Grace. New album, Explosions. This is their seventh album. Did you know that? Uh, I was thinking it may have been more to this point, but seven nope. does make sense. Um, I don't know how long they've had this uh, lead singer. Matt Walsh, I, is that his name? Yeah, yeah, I think we're close to a decade at this point. Yeah, so I mean, he's probably been in the band longer than Adam Gontier was. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. Um. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't get into it. I tried. Um, mm-hmm. I I put it on and, and it it became background noise. When I say that, you know, hailstorm, nothing really jumped out and grabbed me, um, except for the songs that I named. Nothing on this was was good to me. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Uh, what did uh, what, what 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 did you think? Well, I'm going to agree with you. Um, you know, I tried to give. I, I I've never been a person who just gives up on a band once they change singers. Um, but I just have not been into Three Days Grace ever since yeah. Adam left. I just. They're just, they're just, like you said, I, I, you know, I start listening to the album and I just get distracted. I just, I just, by the end of the album, I'm like, I don't know if I listen to any of those songs. I did, you know, 
like you say, it just it doesn't grab your attention. No, no. But I guarantee and, every song that they release as a single from this album is going to hit number one on modern rock radio. Right, and I, I, you know, and I was thinking to myself, you know, and you look back to when Three Days Grace was was huge. Um, they were on the radio nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, how much do you listen to the radio now, as opposed to? 20 years ago. I never listened to the radio. 20 years ago, you didn't listen to the radio? No, I never listened to it now. 20 years ago. Yeah. It was uh, my life going, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, with the advent of streaming and everything like that, you know, radio is kind of gone by the wayside. You know, if you're, you probably, I know you have a serious subscription. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Is that how you come across new new music, new bands? Or do you do what I do by starting out with a band and you just kind of go down a rabbit hole with stuff that's similar to it? Yeah, I mean, I don't really hear new music on XM Sirius because I listen to old the old stations, right? Yeah. Um, so the only way I find out about new music anymore is kind of going down one of those rabbit holes or just looking at tours yeah listening or festivals and listening to the bands i'm not real familiar with and that's kind of how i listen to new music these days so then when you see something like a three days grace who obviously we talk about this being their seventh album besides the first two albums are there any other three days grace albums that you probably listen to in their entirety uh in their entirety um well, so I loved the entire time Adam was in the band. So that does include One X, I think is a really good album, but it's not, um, or Life Starts Now, I should say. I'm trying to see what order we're in here. I think Three Days Grace, One X, and Life Starts Now. And I think that's when Adam left and Transit of Venus is when uh, Brad came in, or Matt, Matt came in. Um, so I actually think all three of Adam's releases, Three Days Grace and One X in Life Starts Now. Three Days Grace in that decade was pr- probably one of my five favorite bands. I couldn't get enough of them. I think I saw them, I don't know, five or six times in that decade. I thought they were firing on all cylinders, man. They were a great modern rock band. And obviously, like we talked about, they always toured with Breaking Benjamin, which was an awesome combo tour. Um, I yeah. was pretty disappointed when, when Adam announced his departure. And the fact that Adam really hasn't done anything substantial since leaving Three Days Grace makes it that even much more disappointing. <laughs> right. Uh, but so as yeah, far I as... I should have did my research, and yeah, he was on the first three albums. I was looking yeah. at the track listing on the third album, and I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of good songs on there. Yeah. So, You know, Matt, I just haven't... I can't tell you anything about these four albums. Transit of Venus, Human, Outsider, and Explosions. I just... You know, and when we saw, were you there at Rocklahoma when they were there as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They put on a really good set. But they did. It was mainly because they were playing out all those songs from the first three albums that everybody knows and loves. It was a freaking awesome set. I thought he was the the lead singer was entertaining in concert, and it was a great set. The crowd was just fired up from it. It was great energy, but these new albums just—they're nothing to. Me. 
nothing. Yeah, there, there's just yeah, there's just nothing on there that you know. When you talk about formulas and everything like that, I mean, I don't know what the formula is for this, um, but it's just it wasn't good. It didn't work. But here it is: twelve songs, thirty-eight minutes. And you know what's crazy? I mean, you know, Adam left, but I mean, the rest of the guys have been constant. Yeah. yeah, same mm-hmm. band. This is a perfect example of a band that changes the singer and is does not uh, does not make them any better. Mm-hmm. So, right on. Well, this is the time where we're we're going to have ourselves a special guest. Nice. Um, to come on and uh, review a an album that uh, I haven't listened to. I don't know if you listened to it. Um, no. A uh, hip hop album, which we don't do a whole lot of. Um, very, very few. I don't know if we've done any new hip hop albums, have we? Mm, no. No. Uh-oh. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So we're going to bring on uh, Mr. Doug, and he's going to tell us about uh, the album from, well, you'll just have to wait and see. So Uh hang tight. He will be coming on shortly. I'm going to hang up now and bring him on. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So we do have our special guest with us, Mr. Doug. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I am great. Thank you for asking. So uh, we're we're bringing you on as our our resident hip hop expert. Mm. Yes. Are you up to that task? Are you an expert? Well, I mean, I self titled definitely, definitely. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. that's that's good enough for me. Um, that would be good enough as well in a court of law. So. Here we go. We're going to talk about the sophomore release from one Jack Harlow. Um, yeah. Who is he? Jack Harlow, a.k.a. Billy Simmons. Uh, yes. A.k.a. Billy Hoyle from the upcoming reboot of Why You Can't Jump. Billy Hoyle. Uh, a.k.a. Mr. Too Cool for School. Jack Harlow from Kentucky. He's, uh, he's the talk of the town. Okay. <laughs> is is the is that sufficient for who he is? Would you like more about him? Um, no, I think that's 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 I think that's a good background. That's a good start. Um, the name of the album is called. The album is "Come Home." The kids miss you. Okay. Let me let me just I'll give it to you. I wrote so I prepared some stuff. I wrote some stuff. This review, gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be something different. It's going to be something special. You're going to, there's a twist that you're just going to be like, what? <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. My Lay mind. it on us. What? Lay it on us. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Um, all right, here's what I prepared. This is what, this is my <laughs> I thought the album was aight. wasn't great. It's not uh, terrible. It wasn't great. Um, it's the kind of thing, if I hear a track that, on XM, I'm not going to change it, but I'm not going to be enthusiastic that it's coming on. There were two songs that did make the liked playlist, and there's one that mm, I'm not sure yet it could possibly make the list. I'm not sure. 
the first Light Playlist song is the single, uh, First Class. Um, that one has the Fergie sample from Glamorous. And for me, that's the only thing that even makes that song good. There's nothing else. No Fergie sample. No Liked Playlist. That's the only thing I like about that song. I don't even know what the fucking song's about. One of these days, I'll hear the lyrics and I'll decide something differently, possibly. But I just like the production of the song. Is that the? It's the second to the last song. It's called Nail Tech. Uh, it's one of those must-have rap tracks of him just flexing. Me, 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 me. Look what I've done. Look what I've done. Look at how cool I am. Um, but for that one, it's the cadence, his flow, the beat, the production. Once again, does it for me. There's a there's like a horn sample through the, at the beginning and throughout the song, and I don't know if it's a horn sample or if it's just like a synth, but something about it that I love that part of the song. And then there's a third track that, like I said, I'm not too sure about. That one is the Little Wayne featured track called Poison. Um, he does have great features on the album. Pharrell, Justin, brought sexy back. Timberlake, Little I'm on everything. Wayne and Canada's own Drake. Um, all of those guys are featured on the album. Other than the Little Wayne, I don't really feel that the features help the album. All. So now, no, Justin, the Justin Timberlake song did not did not help it. The the JT track does nothing for me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I, the the Little Wayne one. It's I'm still on the fence with that one, but I don't think that the features really they didn't really do anything for the album. So. That's that's my that's my initial review. That's what I wrote down for you guys. That's what I prepared. That would have that would have been end review there. Mm. However, mm. while I was writing that this evening, I decided maybe I'll go ahead and put the album on again because the first time I listened to it was in my car. I was doing a lot of other things when I listened to the album. Probably skipped through a couple of the tracks. Overall, I got to be honest with you, I thought the album wasn't that good at all. But after I finished writing my review and I'm listening to the album, man, I was wrong. I was completely wrong. That fucking album is the shit. I fucking love it. It's a bang start to finish. I've got about five or six songs on the like playlist. Pharrell Williams song, Shut the Fuck Up. That would have my head knobbing if I would have had headphones on. It could have been ugly up here. The Justin Timberlake <laughs> song still sucks. Um, the Drake song at first I thought was absolute trash. Churchill Downs, I think it's called. Fucking yeah. love it. Uh, I just, I listened to it. I actually focused on it. I was nodding my head. I was vibing. I don't know what it was. I Maybe mean, it's just because I'm, I was just, that's it. I didn't have anything else around me other than the music. And God damn it, that Jack, as much as I didn't want to like Jack Harlow or this album, I'm a fucking fan of it. And it blows my mind because earlier I thought it was trash and now I fucking love it. All within about 30 minute, 45 minute period of time, I've gone through a gamut of emotion with this album. But I finished wow. with, I like it. I, I like it. that You know, you uh, you have sold me on the fact that you know, going back and listening to it a second time and getting a, a greater appreciation of it has convinced me that I am going to have to listen to this album probably tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I didn't review. Like I said, solid I didn't review. 
it was nothing else. I just, I solely, I just vibed out on it. I, and I, I, I liked it. it. I am still kind of annoyed with his, with his overall demeanor and flow. I think he sound, I think he sounds like if you see him on at the, uh, Will and I talked about on uh, off the rails, it's a podcast with 200 form guys uh, with little uh, preparation featuring Will and Doug that, um, I thought that he was too – Will brought it up too, too cool for school. He looked like he was too cool for school. He's, he looks to me. <laughs> okay. And that kind of drives me crazy at times, but then I get into it as well. So it's, it's a weird dichotomy there. Mm. Uh, check me on the, on the usage of dichotomy as somebody would, though. Yeah, I don't know. You hit us with a that's word That's a big there. word. Yeah, that's a that's, big word. That's crazy. Dichotomy, um, boy – if we get to definition with dummies on this show, Doug, can you explain what dichotomy is? Dichotomy? Yeah. What did I, how did I use it? Somebody repeat what I said. It's you said you said he sounds the way he looks, and you thought it was a weird dichotomy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Dichotomy. Yeah, dichotomy. And so, what if you were to put that? into a definition what would you say well it's just the, it's the division of two things the contrast between the two. <laughs> who's, got wow. the, who's got the definition in front of him like I do yeah so, I do Douglas definitely has <laughs> can you use that can you use that in a sentence he, he did a, a rigid dichotomy between science and mysticism <laughs> Just rewind what I said earlier, and there's your sentence. Yeah, well, good I job on that. I used and it properly. I think you did. I think you're right. Yeah, absolutely. That's what matters. Wow. Hey, that's a huh. solid first review. Um, you used a lot of slang in there of words I wasn't real familiar with. Um, I feel like perhaps it's hip hop rap slang, and uh, but I I like the energy and the passion you brought behind the review. You said vibing a lot. I, I can't recall the last time I used vibing when it came to music. And, and banger. Bang, he said banger. Yeah. Banger. See, banger. Doug's bringing us, a, he's bringing a fresh outlook on music that the two of us just don't have. Well, you know, while I feel like I, I know my 90s and 80s hip hop, um, the, and I've said before, the hip-hop of today I, is not something that I really get into. Um, but at, based on the review of one said, uh, Jack Harlow's mm-hmm. Come Home, The Kids Miss You, um, I'm going to be giving this a, a, a solid listen. Let's do it. Let's make it happen, Captain. Mr. Doug. Yes. Because we're not using last names. No, that's, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, there's a big, big hip hop release tomorrow. Oh, is there? What is it? You don't know. Refresh my memory. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that you don't know this. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, new album. Uh, here's the thing about Kendrick. I'm not a fan. I'm not a great fan. Can I listen to his new single? I didn't like it. But again, I haven't given it a first single, uh, a second listen. I listened to it in my car, and I wasn't a fan of it. But after what I've just experienced this evening, I know I can't uh, I can't go by that. But on initial, I was somebody recommended it to me. They said, "Hey, I listened to it. I thought it was really good." 
So I turned it on immediately and I and I've never really been a great fan of Kendrick. And maybe that's just because I haven't really sat down and listened to him like I did Jack just now. Fucking Jack. Great. Great. I really wasn't looking forward to that. Now, I know that, I, and I am the same. I have not listened to a whole lot of Kendrick Lamar. And I know that uh, my co-host is a, a pretty pretty big Kendrick Lamar fan. Yeah, one of the best concerts I've seen in the last decade is Kendrick Lamar's performance at the Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hear that a lot by a lot of people. To Pimp a Butterfly, great album. Damn, another level. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for this album. But I also, like like Doug said, I did not enjoy the first single. Well, I listened to it for the first time tonight. Um, it wasn't bad. Kind of repetitive. I wish they would have switched up the music a little bit. I liked how they dropped the drums out at one point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it wasn't nothing special. Speaking of great rap people, Black Star, Douglas, do you yeah. know that they brought out their first album in 24 years? No, I did not know that either. Okay. I do like some Black Star. I've got several Black Star songs on my liked playlist. And Black Star, reminder listeners who Black Star is, the two rappers that make up Black Star. Ooh, um, two old uh, East Coast fellas. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, man, you got me there. Okay. Well, it's Most Deaf and Talib Kweli is Black Star. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they they brought out a new album last Friday, but it's on a platform I've never heard of before in my life, so I have no idea how to listen to the album. Blackstar, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, Most Deaf and Talib. Great. Uh, they were they were featured prominently in the first episode of the Genius um, documentary. Oh, Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah, need, need to get on, yeah, I need to get on that. Uh, Can you tell me what uh, it's not actually, by the way, it's not most deaf anymore. Do you know what his new name is? His legal name that he's changed it to? You know, he's, got like, a, he's got like an Islamic name now, right? Yeah, it's like uh, Yazim Pei. Yeah, yeah, go. I'm gonna listen to that. Oh, yeah, you said you can't find it. Great, yeah, well, if you, you can if you can find it. it. Well, if you Please. can't find it, I can't find it. Oh, I have faith that you can find it. I'll look for it. I, I love, yeah, I'll definitely check, try to find that one. And I'll listen to, I'll give this Kendrick one to listen, I suppose. I could do that. I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> well, as our resident hip hop expert, um, it, it, you kind of, kind of need to. Okay. Hey, listen, as your as your uh, hip hop expert, and I know you guys have already covered news on your podcast about your music news, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what the major U.S. news right now in hip hop is? That's really just like, uh oh. Uh, we we did touch on it briefly. Yeah. yeah, Young Gunna and uh, that Jeez. other guy. Yeah, Jesus Young Gunna and Young, young Buck. Thug. Young Thug and Gunna. And Gunna. <laughs> you guys probably should have had me on that. Who knows what you just said about that. 
Young uh, gun. We tried to we tried to get an understanding of what Rico meant, and Mike did a pretty good job of explaining it. Okay, well, good. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about the seriousness of this uh, trouble they're in? Oh, they're fucked. Okay. They're, <laughs> okay. That's, that's good enough. That's good enough. They're fucked. Once you get a RICO charge, it's over. The government doesn't fuck around. They don't throw RICO on that ass unless they've got evidence to, to do it. Like, it's damn near a shut. I mean, that's how they took down the mafia. That's how they take down the mobsters. RICO... <laughs> Is, am I repeating what you guys have already said? Uh, Mike, Mike did mention that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. good. I think you were, you were good with your fucked. I think that was perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that was a perfect, uh, perfect uh, explanation. There is that they're just fucked. Yeah, they're fucked. That's it. That's all you need to know about them. See you later. Bye, fellas. You're you're doing federal time, and federal time is real time, and uh, it's meaning they they have to serve. You can't. You're so get off early with federal time. You get no. served. You get twenty. You're serving twenty. So yeah, sorry boys, you had a mm, bright future ahead of you. Yeah, it's a shame. Hey, it uh, was crazy. They've been following Young Thug and these guys for like nine years. The yeah, case stems from like 2013 to 2022. That's the crazy shit about Rico is they will just let you commit crimes and commit crime and let commit crime. Watch you commit. We've been watching you for ten fucking years break the law. <laughs> And now we've got 10 years worth of evidence that we can just throw away the key. It's There's no shadow of a doubt you're guilty. That's nuts. Long doing that shit. Yeah, so what it is, it's uh, to explain Rico a little bit more. If you are a part of an organization and let's say we're us three, we're a gang and Whoa, whoa, you whoa. you commit. <laughs> I'm just you know at for for explaining yeah, how just this to works. make it make it on make it known we are not a gang of people. We're not a gang. Go ahead. Yeah, we're Go gang ahead. of three, boy. Gang of three. <laughs> so basically, what it does is say I commit murder oh, and other crimes that I may have committed and that you may have committed. What it does is allows all of us to be charged with that same crime. Yeah, you just got to be. We... You just got to know about that. You know, you just got to know about the crime. You just got to know a guy that knows yep. a guy that's a friend with a guy. <laughs> they will yep. get your ass on Rico. They don't have to catch you with shit. They don't have to see you with shit. They don't have to have actual evidence of you doing anything. And they will, and you're charged. You're part you're of. You're just guilty by association. Guilty by association. Rico is no joke. Hmm. It's going to take all of the money they've got. Young Thugga, Young Thug, is is a net worth at like eight, and Gun is net worth at five mil. It'll take all of that to get them off, if possible. They're they're fucked. <laughs> One more time. Um, did there. you know? Did you know what? What anybody <laughs> know? What little hip hop trivia fan fact for you? What a young thug could be considered? What genre of rap he's in? No, um, he's in the same genre of rap that I just learned about. Mumble rap. Good. I like where you're going with that. Are we giving up? I think you probably should. It's yeah. called screech rap. Screech rap. 
Yes, when they get that high pitch. When they rap and they change the voice, there's this dude who's like the I can't think of his name right now because um, I didn't prepare for this. It just came up. Um, he he like started Screecher. He is like a he used to have a normal rapping voice, but nothing was coming from it. He couldn't get any play. And he really wasn't getting any following. And so we changed it up. A young thug's already got kind of a, like a high voice when he raps. But this guy took it to a whole fucking level of just that. I can't even do it. It's so screechy and weird sounding. Uh, and he calls it screech rap. And he's like fucking blowing up videos on YouTube going 18 plus million streams and views and listens for some stupid ass fucking screech rap because he knew it'd be a gimmick and he would get people to listen to it that way. And it's fucking working. And now Young Thug is kind of getting cap thrown into that category because he already sounds like that. Fucking screech rap. Get out of here with that. Hey, can I uh, can I say something? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't need your permission. We just hit 20 minutes on this hip-hop and rap segment. I was going okay. to suggest today uh, on the way home, I wanted to, to, to Snapchat you two and say that I think we should call the rap hip hop segment segment five good minutes with Doug Murray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh damn it! I used your last name. Sorry, yeah. Doug. <laughs> but we've we've now extended that by four times. It's it's gone four times longer than I thought we would take it. That's my uh, bad. Yeah, I was no, gonna I was no. gonna I was gonna start a stopwatch and have like a stopwatch time in the background noise happening and doug had five minutes to bring us the hip hop news of the week and then we're gonna cut him off at the five minute mark but here we are 21 minutes into it prior planning prevents poor performance that's correct and i will just say the black star album is actually on a podcast uh website called luminary thank you luminary which i'm not familiar with but doug there's a new uh, podcast thing you can look into luminary I've already got it written down. All right. There we go. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that closes the uh, five minutes with Doug at 21 and a half minutes. <laughs> We've never been good at timing ourselves for anything. No. So looking forward to next week, um, besides, obviously, the huge Kendrick Lamar album that Doug doesn't even want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, what other albums are coming out? Yeah, that's a great question. I have no idea. What do you um, got? The Black Keys, Dropout Buggy. Okay, definitely. Comes out tomorrow. Do that. Um, Florence and the Machine. Oh, okay. Um, Mandy Moore's new one comes out tomorrow. Nope, nope. We don't need that one. Uh, Chainsmokers. No. So no. far, so good. No. Uh, no. The Smile. Never heard of them. Oh, it's a side project of Tom York, Johnny Greenwood, oh, okay. and Tom Skinner. The Tom guys. York. Two, I feel two, like Tom two. York is a, a, a from a band that I don't like. Uh, so is Johnny Greenwood. Uh, two guys oh. from Radiohead. Yeah. Mm. We can yeah. skip that. That's fine. Um, that Gentle Sinners. I don't, what's that? I don't know what that is. Um, let's see. Uh, Arab Straps, Aiden Moffat, and the Twilight Sads, James Graham. Don't know who any of those are. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, other than that, that's all there is that I'm seeing tomorrow. So we really don't have anything, eh? So Black Keys and Doug's going to bring us Kendrick Lamar. Yep. 
Well, that gives us a good opportunity to check out one of the Louder Than Live bands. Okay. Um, I think we should check out, because, I mean, it's a band that's been around for a while. Um, Shaman's Harvest, their latest album. They're on Louder Than Life? They are on Louder Than Life. Wow. I'm a little disappointed you didn't go with Trash Boat. I mean, that's a great name. (laughs) Um, Trash Boat is is phenomenal. Um, Oxymoron sounds good as well. Um, No, it's fine. Shaman's Harvest, let's do it. Oh, man. You you just about convinced me that we should listen to Trash Boat. Well, let's listen to some Trash Boat. Let's make sure that they're actually on streaming services real quick. It may be one of those uh, TikTok bands. Well, as we know, the greatest TikTok band of all time, Mr. Uh, Jarris Johnson. Um, he's on streaming services, so Trash Boat. Trash Boat's been around for about six years, so they got an yeah. album called Don't You Feel Amazing. Let's try it out. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, it came out August 13th, 2021. So, yeah, we'll check that out. Trash Boat. 13 songs and dropping 43 minutes. Yeah. Doug, do you have a can list we... by any chance that we can we can use? A list of what? Uh, like a music you know, list that we list. can dis- discuss for next week's show. Oh, a top five list? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. Did you guys know? Are you guys going to see Sean Kingston at the Bourbon Theater in August? Mm. Did you guys no, bring that no. up? Yet? No, we mm. didn't bring that up. Surprising. Who? Tom. Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston. Didn't he have a song called It Wasn't Me? <laughs> it's the early wait, 2000s. Wait, wait. Get up, stand up. That's Bob Marley. Oh, Bob Marley. <laughs> Does he sing Informer? No. That's Snow. That's Snow. Who is... Who's Sean Kingston? Yeah, who's Sean Kingston, Douglas? Sean Kingston, early 2000s fella. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay. Hey, you know what? Speaking on hip-hop and rap, the uh, Lovers and Friends Festival is happening this weekend in Las Vegas, which should be awesome. She's a beautiful girl. You know that one? I sounded just like Sean Kingston right there when I did that. Oh, Oh, Sean Kingston. Beautiful girl. That's why. Yeah, Sean Kingston. Fuck yeah. All right. I can't think of a top five. You guys have done everything already. Top five. We're we're done. Ten, ten seconds. Ten seconds, Doug. You got ten seconds to come with the top five list. Here we go. Ten, nine. You were top eight, five. You already done top five movie soundtracks, right? Yeah. Top five. You top five girl. Top mm. five girl no. rap albums. Oh, <laughs> no way. Can't do that. I can't. I can't do that. Yeah, it's you can. Just, I've never I mean, listened to the a brat, girl rap album. The brat is life. number one. The brat is number one. 
The brat is not number one. The chick from the Fuji's is number one. Lauren Hill. Yeah. The score. No, uh, that's, that's the, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah. Missy could be on there. The Brats definitely could be on there. You could even go some Queen Latifah. You could go Salt and Pepper. There's so many. Are you kidding me? Come on. I want to listen to a rap Little Kim. What about Bad Baby? He's a dude. Oh, Bad Baby. Oh, the Catch Me Outside? Catch Me Outside, yeah. No, I'm fine. <laughs> sure. I suppose she's possibly could be on somebody's list who's 14 to, to 16. <laughs> what about your girl, uh, Chanel West Coast? Chanel West Coast. I jammed out to her today. Twenty two songs came up on my like playlist. Love me some, some Chanel West Coast. Yeah. Right, I think we're done here. Okay, folks, on that note, we're going to be bringing you some trash votes, the new Kendrick, and the new Black Keys. And we will have five minutes with Doug that will last 25 minutes. Let me be clear. What is my five minutes? What am I supposed to have in bundled up in this five minutes? Hip-hop and rap. Everything about hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. So the review and just everything encompassing the week in hip hop and maybe whatever news. Yes. Yes. Five minutes. Plenty of time. Five minutes. Plenty of time. Okay. All right. Until then, folks. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Peace. Bye.